Three steps to promote your content more effectively with Alan Silvestri. The In Search SEO podcast is brought to you by Rank Ranger, the all-in-one SEO platform that helps skill your business through data and analytics. It's David. Are you guilty of just publishing and hoping then moving on? If so, listen on to a man whose daily driver is a DeLorean. His agency specializes in helping software companies promote their content to get high quality publishers to link to it, increase traffic and signups, and win at the SEO game. A warm welcome to the InSearch SEO podcast, the founder and CEO of Growth Gorilla, Alan Silvestri. Hey David, it's great to be here. I love the intro. <laughs> Thank you for that. Well, thank you very much. Um, hopefully the, the rest of the discussion pleases you just as much. For sure. <laughs> well, you can find Alan over at mygrowthgorilla.com. Interesting brand name, Alan. How did you come up with that? Yeah, so actually, I don't know. Uh, there's no particular reason. I think I was just looking for something that sounded well with growth and that it looked nice because I had this logo in mind with the gorilla and all kind of like synthwave, you know, uh, kind of cyberpunk, which is is something that I'm really into. So yeah, I just guess the gorilla fit well in there, and yeah, that's how I came up with it. <laughs> Superb. Okay, well uh, today you're sharing three steps to promote your content more effectively. Starting out with number one, figure out which pages to promote. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, this is step one essentially because, like you mentioned in the intro, uh, there's a lot of companies and people that are guilty of just publishing a ton, a ton of content and just letting the content sit there on the website uh, to do nothing for their business, right? There's an article that Ahrefs, the popular uh, kind of SEO tool did, that's talking about how 91% of the content that is published gets no traffic whatsoever from Google. And there are three main reasons for that. Uh, the number one reason that kind of correlates to this is that those pages don't have any backlinks. So the fact that those pages don't have backlinks kind of makes me think that people are not being very proactive in the way that they promote the content and get it out there uh, to the right people, right? So this is why, for one, I think that it's really important, especially right now in 2023, for people to think more about the promotion as well and not just about the creation. So I think the ratio there should be like a 40-60, right? So spend less time on the creation and create higher quality content and then focus the rest of the effort and the investment essentially to get the content out there in front of the right people. Uh, but yeah, step number one is to figure out which pages you need to promote. To do that, I seriously think that any business should be able to identify what their business goals, so what their business goal uh, for one uh, they are. So essentially, so which pages on your website like are most likely to bring some kind of value for your business? And so also, what does value mean for your business, right? Because there's a lot of uh, like goals and different business things that you might get from your content. So you really need to be clear on what they are. For example, you might get brand awareness, you might get lead generation, you might get customer engagement, you might get uh, like benefits for like sales enablement, right? Or some other things like uh, thought leadership. So you need to be really clear on what you want to get out of your content before you can even identify the pages that are worth promoting. Once you know uh, that, so then the first step is to essentially uh, do an analysis, which is kind of like a content audit, right? So 
So have a look at all the pages that you have already published there. Then what we typically do is we do this quick analysis, which we call the content distribution buckets, right? So we want to have a visual look. Typically we have a chart that kind of shows this uh, pretty well to show us how many pages are ranking in the top three, for example, uh, for Google, how many pages are ranking in position four to 10, which is the bottom of page one, how many pages are ranking position like 11 to 15, which is the top of page two, then everything else. So bottom of page two and lower, we call that the content graveyard, right? So basically content that's just sitting there and not doing anything for the business. So once you know the percentage of each of these buckets, then you know which one you should be focusing on. For all the companies, the best thing to do in the beginning is to try to push the pages that are ranking page two and page three directly into page one. Because if they are already ranking quite well, it means that Google likes the page. So maybe with just a couple of extra backlinks and some kind of extra visibility promotion, you might be able to get them to shoot all the way uh, to page one. Are, are, so, so are, are, are you saying that the pages that are ranking on page two and page three, the content will probably be all right already. And you can assume yeah. that the content will be all right because it's yeah. ranking on page two and three. So all you have to do is focus on the links. You don't even have to do any kind of content analysis because it's ranking already. Uh, that's not necessarily true all the time, but it's, uh, the fact that they're already ranking is already a pretty good uh, kind of indication, right? That said, we do still want to make sure that the page is matching particularly the search intent that's behind the keyword, because sometimes you can rank with a slightly wrong search intent on page two, but then to get into page one, like you really need to nail that down, okay? So you still want to make sure that the page is matching the search intent behind the keyword, but also the content type. So if the top 10 results is all blog articles, you might want to try to do a blog article instead of maybe a landing page or a case study or things like that, right? So you want to try and mimic what is already ranking, try to do it better and maybe with a different angle uh, to try and stand out, okay? Uh, so yeah, those are the two things that you should be paying attention as well from a non-page standpoint. So search intent, content type, but also content quality. So we typically do a quick SEO audit with tools like Surface SEO to make sure that the page has all of the correct optimizations uh, from an on-page standpoint, the keywords, but also internal linking and things like that. So once you have all of these covered, then you know that you can focus specifically on the backlinks. Superb. Let's move on to step number two, which is know what kind of promotion, promotion channel slash type to choose for each page. Yeah, so essentially once you have uh, this list of all of the pages that are doing well already, then maybe could just use a couple of extra backlinks, some extra distribution. Then what we typically do is to research on the audience, right? So we really want to know uh, for each uh, different page type. So let's say you have 10 blog articles, you have five landing pages, you maybe have uh, three case studies. We want to really know specifically for your industry, what types of channel basically are working best for the different types of content, right? So then what we do is we have a look at the competition, what they're doing, what kind of response they're getting for the blog articles, what kind of communities maybe they are going to share for like the case studies or things like that. So once we have all that data, then we know uh, which channels uh, we should maybe be prioritizing for the different content types. So for example, if you want to get brand awareness, maybe social media is better for that, or, or you could do like influencer marketing, you could do content syndication, you could do video marketing, right? So on the other hand, Maybe if you're looking for lead generation, you should look more into things like email marketing, paid search or paid ad, uh, like on social, right? Or still 
doing outreach link building. So something that we do is we specialize on trying to push in the pages that are ranking well uh, with some high quality backlinks, uh, like all the way to page one. But the thing that is also very important to keep in mind when you do that is you only want to promote uh, the pages that have some business potential, like I mentioned before. You, you said high quality back, backlinks a few times. So, so what is your definition of what a high quality backlink looks like nowadays? Yeah, so high quality backlinks for us, it's all about uh, relevancy, number one, uh, but also traffic, right? So you want links from uh, websites that are relevant, uh, but that also have traffic, but you also want to think uh, essentially on the page level. So not only on the domain level, but also on the page level specifically. So you want links from pages that are relevant and from pages that are ranking, uh, but also bringing in traffic. So that does two things. It can give you the SEO boost uh, that you're looking for, but it can also bring in uh, referral traffic, right? Which is also good uh, to make sales. So for, for the SaaS clients that we work with, these typically look like those uh, uh, list articles, like top 10 tools for this, top 10 tools for that, right? So these articles, so if we can get a client uh, placed in one of these articles that's ranking page one, maybe that could bring in some referral traffic as well as the SEO benefit for the link. And step number three is to implement a content promotion process and system. Yeah. So essentially, once you have the shortlist, you know the pages that you want to promote, uh, you know the channels that you need to use to promote these pages, which can be link outreach, but it can also be content distribution, content repurposing, right? So turning blogs into videos and things like that. So once you know all of that, it's just a matter of number one, to identify the KPIs, right? So once you have the business goals, and you have the content that's attached to those business goals, the number one thing that you need to do is to establish how you're going to measure that kind of success, right? So you want to know uh, the type of metrics that you will be using to measure success. So once you found those, then you need to optimize the content for the specific uh, channel and for the specific distribution uh, method uh, that you will be using, right? So if you're doing a link building, as I said, uh, you want to make sure that the search intent, content type, and content quality are okay so that the links are going to be more effective. If you're doing like content repurposing, you want to make sure that all the right things to get a blog from a video basically are done right. Same thing for podcasting, right? You want to make sure that you have all of the podcast directories to distribute your content onto. You can do influencer marketing to be able to spread the podcast out to more people, right, and so on. So the other thing is once you have established the KPI, and then uh, you know that your content is well optimized for the promotion, then the next step is to develop a simple content calendar. Developing a content promotion calendar specifically gives you the peace of mind, essentially of knowing that all of your efforts uh, will be spread out like over the like over the month or over the quarter, right? So, so once you have a content, a content asset that's been created, it's been repurposed into different mediums, then you can schedule that out for the whole month, so then you can focus basically on creating uh, the next piece, right? So um, I think many brands are great, are getting better, perhaps great isn't the correct word, but are, are getting better at creating long form content. And um, that could be based upon webinars, uh, live stream discussions, a long form video on YouTube. What are they not doing so well in terms of breaking that piece of content down? and? Um, how should a long form piece of content like that be best broken down in order to, to maximize the impact of it? Yeah, that's a very good question. I think uh, the main thing to think about when you're doing that 
is to think about those snippets uh, that are mentionable. So these could be things like facts, uh, statistics, things that you can use to reach a specific audience that is your target audience as well. So try to remove all the fluff and just focus on the main things that are valuable for your target audience. Then the other thing is basically, as I said, to study uh, your niche and your industry to know which uh, distribution channel uh, work best because it doesn't make sense for you to repurpose a podcast into a video so unless you know that your audience consume uh, videos right so it's better maybe in that case to do like, like maybe an infographic right so things like that so you really need to nail down uh, the specific audience the places the websites the communities that they are uh, using to consume the content and then basically adapt those snippets of content to those places yeah, it's great advice there. It's easy to produce content that you perhaps like to produce yourself, but uh, if it's not something that um, is relevant to your target market or the t- style of content they like to consume, then you're perhaps not serving them or taking advantage of, 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 of that opportunity. I tell you what I'm also a fan of as well is using a service like alsoasked.com and defining long tail keyword phrases, um, questions, um, common long tail questions, and then trying to incorporate those types of questions into a podcast or into a webinar, and then taking that specific snippet and then maybe transcribing the answer to that and then or publishing on social media and trying to rank for those long tail terms um, by on a premeditated basis, incorporating the answers in, into that long form content. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely great. Something else that I've seen work well is using a tool like SparkToro. This is something that we use internally. It's the new tool by Rand Fishkin from yeah, yeah. yeah from us. Uh, so that's really great. It basically shows you the words and the phrases that your audience are using in communities. So you can use that to do research. You can use that to find the best possible places. But you can also use those to come up with new content, new questions, like you said, to also like answer uh, the pain points or the uh, queries that your audience might have. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's a great tool. Um, and it's also good for defining what platforms, what websites, what podcasts even your target audience happen to interact with. And it's not necessarily even um, specifically your industry sector. It could just be the, 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 an example of a website that uh, is quite likely to be frequented by your target market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we use that a lot internally together with Ahrefs. So it's good to have a mix of SEO metrics and data, but also the audience kind of data that's more holistic. And it kind of gives you a better picture of what everyone else basically are doing. So you can also study your competition, see what they're doing, which communities they're publishing content into, and then use that data as well. Let's finish off with the Pareto Pickle. So Pareto says that you can get 80% of your results from 20% of your efforts. What's one SEO activity that you would recommend that provides incredible results for modest levels of effort? So yeah, something that we always recommend uh, clients to do is to have a look at their search console data and then uh, simply to have a look to those pages that are already ranking quite well. So I'm talking about positions one to four, maybe one to five, right? But where the click-through rate is very low. So then what they can do is to optimize the uh, uh, title together with the description, maybe, to just increase the click-through rate, right? So you essentially have pages that are ranking super well, but people are not clicking them. So you need to ask yourself why that is. Maybe have a look at the search engine results because the reason sometimes might be that the click-through rate is low because you have an image pack, you have a local pack or things like that. So people are not clicking because they don't need to, right? So in that case, this doesn't really work. 
that indicates that it's a simple SERP and your page so it's actually ranking uh, just there, uh, position three, but people are not clicking. Maybe that's because your title is not enticing. It's not interesting for the people. So if you just optimize that, it's a super quick fix that can increase traffic uh, quite dramatically. I've been your host, David Bain. You can find Alan Silvestri over at mygrowthgorilla.com. Alan, thanks so much for being on the In Search SEO podcast. Thank you, David. It's been great. And thank you for listening. Check out all the previous episodes and sign up for a free trial of the Rank Ranger platform over at rankranger.com. <laughs>